0: Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks today. We give you thanks that we can hear your word found in the Bible. But Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit be upon us now, opening our minds and our hearts to your leading, that we may understand your word for us today in our world. We may understand what you would have us do and how we would live. We ask this in your holy name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. This is our last week in our series on spiritual battles in the physical world. Over three weeks preceding we've explored a number of different areas. We've actually kind of in our first week kind of understood that we actually live in a world where we are in spiritual battles, where we need to understand and trust God in his leading. Caleb then had a look and talked about listening to voices, which voice do we actually listen to? The spiritual battle of competing influences, of the influences within our lives that try and draw us into different areas, and the voices that tell us to do things. Last week, Kerry shared with us the spiritual battle revolving around our choices, specifically. The battle of our for our soul through the choices that we make. This week, as I round out our series on spiritual battles, I'm going to be focusing specifically on temptation. Temptations, you know, we, we, we all have them, don't we? Yeah. Anybody that's never tempted... <laughs> Okay, good. Nobody was game enough to go. I'm not. I've never been tempted by anything. We all have temptations, you know. Whether it's a, we're a temptation to wanting the biggest, the best, the most beautiful house, the fancy car, a high-paying career, the winning lottery ticket, um, having wonderful kids, great holidays, being insta-famous. We're all are tempted by something, aren't we? We're tempted on a daily basis. We're faced with um, temptations. Some are overt and right in front of our faces and some are much more subtle than we have. You know, we're tempted by the foods we eat, by the thoughts that we have, and we're tempted by what we truly believe about ourselves and about God as well. These are biggies for us. And in these areas, it's 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 where the devil can start to get a foothold in our lives and draw us away from the things that God would rather us keep our focus upon, keep our minds upon. So let's define temptation. What is temptation? Well, let's go to a dictionary first. You know, the, the Oxford Dictionary, good quality dictionary, the Oxford, if you ever want to get a dictionary, that's a good one. But it defines temptation as this. The desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise... Other dictionaries add in the concept of evil there. So it's the desire to do something wrong, unwise or evil. You know, in understanding this in the realms of spiritual battle, I actually want to put up a slightly different, different definition and I'll put it on the screen for you. Temptation when we are still talking about spiritual battles, not just the physical thing but the spiritual battle that we're in, is the desire to do something that draws us away from God or God's plan for our lives. It's a spiritual battle because the devil wants us to not draw close to God, wants us to place anything and everything in front of God, to obscure God's influence upon our lives. So what is a spiritual battle? In essence, a spiritual battle is the devil fighting for control of your own spirit. But these spiritual battles have real effects in our physical world. They're not just something that just happens out there, but they have real effects in our physical world. So I'm going to put out five signs that you may actually be currently in a spiritual battle. And they, you know the thing about battles, and we talked about this in the first week, is that they're short lived. and war is something long, but they, they come and they go. They ebb and they flow. We might be in a period of time when there's not a lot going on, but then we might be in a period of time when they are, that we heavily feel the weight of the spiritual battle upon us. So here are five signs that we are in a spiritual battle. And maybe think for yourself of whether you're actually feeling any of these. There's a sudden or extreme onslaught of various troubles or losses or trials within your life. So suddenly it comes and, you, you know, there's a loss, there's troubles, there's things that are coming on. That's a spiritual battle because it wants to draw you away from God. It wants you to focus on other things, trying to pull you down, trying not to get you close to God. That's what a spiritual battle is. There's attacks of physical danger, illness and life-threatening loss. And this one, which is our, really our focus for today, an increased temptation and luring towards sin or wrong choices. It's the tempting, the increase in temptation within your life. You know, and I said that, you know, temptation is there all the time for us. We're all tempted by things, but it's that increase in temptation. Feeling of overwhelming despair, darkness or fear within your life is an indication that you're actually in a spiritual battle at this point of time, that you, you're being attacked and a deep confusion, feeling of condemnation or guilt, dulled spiritual awareness. These are all signs that we're actually in a spiritual battle. And and notice that they are physical attributes of this battle. They are what we can start to recognize. And at times we go, oh, I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling exhausted, I don't feel like doing this or or that, or I'm just coming into my, you know, getting lured into temptation. But see, the thing is, we need to recognize what it is. It is actually a spiritual battle for us. When we are going well, we are drawing close to God, we are coming close to God in our lives. And see, what happens is the devil doesn't want us to do that. He doesn't want us to come to understand God, to know God, to be doing what God wants in our lives. The devil wants you to draw away, to have anything in front of you that will draw you away. So, here's a question for you. How have you combated temptation in your life previously? What are the things that you have done that has combated temptation in your life? I'll let you pause for a moment. Think. Don't, want, don't call it out just yet. See, so have you been tempted to treat Temptation like this. Like Oscar Wilde in, he wrote in the play uh, The Picture of Dorian Gray. And it says, when Lord Henry actually says this, he says, The only way to get rid of temptation is to yield to it. Resist it and your soul, grow, soul grows sick with longing for the things it has forbidden to itself with desire for what its monstrous laws have made monstrous and unlawful. In other words, the easiest way to deal with temptation is just to give in to it. Not to resist it, but to give in to it. Have you ever treated temptation in this way? And if we're honest, the answer is yes. You know, we all do actually give in to temptation, don't we? we you know, it might be in front of you and we go, oh, yeah, that, that won't hurt me. Actually, I really think that today in society, Giving into temptation is becoming the norm for society, the thing that we actually do. It, it's less likely for us to resist temptation but to give into it. And you know, you can really see it in the way that our world has shifted. You know, in the advent of, of credit and pay for your purchases later, in credit card or afterpay or any of those kind of things. And all these things work on the basis of temptation. You can't afford the item right now. You may not even need it. But you want to have it. And you can get it and you can pay for it later, can't you? That's what it works on. It's working on that temptation that, well, this will make me feel better. This will make me more complete. Or the, the superstars have got this. Or it works. It's going to change your life. You're going to be so much better. You know, before the advent of credit card and credit facilities like this, if you wanted to go into a shop and purchase something, you know what you had to do? You actually had to earn enough money and put it aside in order to pay for it then and there. Strange concept, isn't it nowadays? You know, you walk into a clothing shop and they have the afterpay symbol on it, and you go, "Well, oh, I like that." And the shop just say, "Oh, you look good in that. Won't that be good amongst all the other things that you have in your wardrobe?" It's a temptation to just spend and give and, and you know, do. You know, but it's not, let, let me just not stick on credit and those, te- but in all the areas of our lives, we are tempted. See, the thing is now, we're, we're tempted to go, take the experience now. Don't wait for it. You can pay for it later. That's with food, with drugs, with drink, with anything you think about it. The temptation is for you to have the experience now, and pay for it later. So when, you know, if we're asking the question, what is the area in your life that you face the most temptation with? For me, there's a couple of areas, and I'll share just a couple of them, because I've got lots. I get tempted by all sorts of things. But, you know, some of you may know I take photographs, other you may not, and I, I share them on Instagram every so often. Matter of fact, I used to share them a lot more on Instagram, and it used to be something that I really wanted to do. And so the thing is that, you know, I've got a few followers, um, and, and it's really great, you post it, and the temptation that you, you really want to have feedback, positive gratification, the, 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 the likes that come in. And the thing is, with all of that, it, there's a scientific thing about the gratification of temptation, it, it is to make yourself feel better through the images that you place, through the people liking this. It's a, it's a dopamine hit. It actually makes you feel good when somebody likes something that you've done. And we, want to, we get addicted to it, we get hooked on it, And we te- you get tempted to go out and spend time and energy on that area. Tempted all the time and see so the temptation is and the spiritual battle that we're in is that those things become the primary driver for what we do rather than God becomes our focus the spiritual battle around temptation is that the temptation draws us from God into the thing that we're wanting. So in the case for me, and I haven't posted very, very much lately, you know, there's been pretty much a whole year without very much on there. It's because I was getting drawn into needing to do that all the time. So I was resisting that temptation to want to get that like. And I know if you've ever done this, you, you, you're constantly checking your phone to see whether somebody's liked it or you. And that's the first thing you think about it. That's bad. And we need to draw something else. So I want us to actually go, well, how did Jesus actually deal with this temptation? Who, what, what was it that Jesus did? And we actually see that Jesus was tempted, just like each and every one of us had been tempted. The reading that we had, and I'm going to share again with you, and we're going to look at it a little bit more in depth. It comes from Luke 4, and I'm going to read verse 1 through to 8. The, the first parts of the temptation. Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness where he was tempted, notice this, where he was tempted by the devil. Who does the, the tempting? The devil for, for 40 days. This is, this is a long time. And Jesus ate nothing at that time and became very hungry. Now, I would ex- expect that you would become very hungry, wouldn't you, after 40 days um, out in the wilderness not eating but it's that whole process when we are at our weakest isn't it temptation strikes when we are at our weakest we give into temptation when we are physically weak when we are emotionally weak when we are mentally weak we give into our temptations don't we much more easily than when we are going well when we are strong when we are well fed when we're rested And that is exactly what happens with Jesus. He is tempted at his weakest point and when he's hungry. And then the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become a loaf of bread. So feed yourself, show who you really are. Uh, But Jesus said to him, no, the scriptures say people do not live by bread alone. And then the devil took him up and revealed to him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and I will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them all. And the devil said, the devil said because you are mine because they are mine to give to anyone i please and i will give it to you if you worship me and jesus replied the scripture says you must worship the lord your god and serve him only notice what the temptation is there to forgo the worship of god to move away from god and go towards what the devil wants you jesus combats and goes no You must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. So how specifically did Jesus actually handle these temptations? And what can we learn from this? Well, first, this is what Jesus did. This is how he handled it. Jesus, first of all, recognized what it was. Jesus firstly recognized that he was actually being tempted. Now, when we... we Sitting in front of, you know, whatever it is that's tempting you at this moment, whether it's chocolate, whether it's alcohol, whether it's eating too much, whether it's purchasing of things, whatever it is that's tempting you, recognize what it is that is actually a temptation. It's actually trying to draw you into this. See, this applies so much for us today. If, if we want to combat temptation, the first we actually have to do is that we actually have to be adept at recognising what it is. If your struggle is placing material goods over God, then then you need to, when you're looking through catalogues or online or... or uh, a catalogue's delivered into your letterbox, then realize what it is. It's not flipping aimlessly through the catalogue, it's actually temptation in front of you. Recognize what it is. Or maybe if you struggle with temptation around alcohol, recognize that when it's in the room with you, it's temptation, it is there. Maybe your struggle is, the temptation revolves around how you see yourself, your own self-image, that you think you're not good enough, that you're, not, that you're a failure, that the words that are bringing you down, you're tempted to think less of yourself. Know that you are wonderfully and beautifully made, and that's how God sees you. But understand that that is a temptation to draw you away from the promise that God has shown you, from who God has shown you to be. And spending more and more time online hoping that people are going to make nice comments to you is a temptation to get that gratification from that external source rather than validation through the beauty that God sees in you for who you truly are. The second thing that Jesus did, first of all, he recognised what it actually truly was. It was a temptation. So even when you're hungry and there's food there, there's the temptation there. Recognise what it is. Then Jesus actually understood that temptation is a common part of life. It is a part of what we are, who we are. It happens. And Jesus actually treated it this way, that it's an everyday occurrence See, when Jesus was actually praying in the Garden of Gethsemane before his crucifixion, he said to his disciples this. He said, keep watch and pray that you will not give into temptation for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Notice this. Notice what it says. It's, so that you will not give into temptation. It's an everyday thing that we battle with. We need to realize that we need to not give into temptation. Going back to Oscar Wilde, you know, Oscar Wilde said, I can resist anything but temptation. But that's not who we are called to be, is it? We are called to not give in to temptation. We need to know that we're being t- tempted. We need to watch the sea and we need to pray into these situations. And we need not to give into temptation. And thirdly, Jesus actually knew where the temptation really came from. We need to, as Jesus knew, that the spiritual battle is happening in every believer's life. He's trying to draw us away from God, and the devil tempts us into so many different things to bring our focus from God into anything else. And I mean that into anything else. We need to know the source of the temptation. And also we need to understand that the battle with temptation is first one in our minds before we ever act upon the temptation. It happens here before we do what God is calling us, what the devil is trying to get us to do. We need to win the battle within our brains, within our minds. If you're being tempted, then do something else with your mind. Focus yourself back onto what matters. Focus yourself back onto, onto God. Pray about it. So if you can recognize it, if you can see it, you know that what's happening. Realize that it's an everyday occurrence and then know where it comes from and then rely upon the power of God and his word to change the situation. So let me let me go into the the next section of that piece from Luke's gospel. And it says then the devil took him that is Jesus to Jerusalem to the highest point of the temple and said if you are the son of god jump off for the scripture says he will order his angels to protect and guard you and you will hold up and they will hold up your you up with their hands so you won't, won't even hurt your foot against the stone And Jesus responded, the scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. Notice that that this is a spiritual battle that the devil will use all things against us to tempt you into doing something. And he will even use the Bible to tempt you into doing other things. But if you know the Bible, if you know it well, and you know what God has got for you, and you know the plans of God for you, then you'll know that you cannot take Scripture out of context. You can't take the word of the Bible out of context. There is nothing like knowing and understanding the Bible to combat that temptation of the devil because we're in this spiritual battle and the devil will use anything and everything... But we are to trust and know what God has for us. And finally, we need to understand that temptation is actually ongoing. Notice this verse, it says, in verse 13, it says, And then the devil had finished tempting Jesus. He left him until the the next opportunity came, until there was another time when he would tempt you. So it's an ongoing thing. It's not, I've won that battle, I've done that. It's an ongoing thing. It's a spiritual discipline that we need to keep on using. We need to keep on fighting. So we mustn't let ourselves become complacent Because when we think we have mastered our own temptations, that's when we fall into temptation. Look at what the Bible said when the the devil had finished tempting Jesus. It said he waited for that other opportunity. It's the same for you and me. We might master a temptation, but we will be tempted by something else. So when temptation comes, and it will come, Pray that you will not give in to it. Ask God to strengthen you. Ask God to help you overcome. Allow the Holy Spirit to work within you and trust our Lord and our Savior. Trust God. Luke 4, chapter, two, or Luke 4, chapter, chapter 4, verse 2 says that this spiritual battle between Jesus and Satan lasted for 40 days. And while we're in the world, we'll be in a constant spiritual battle. The devil will try to tempt us in our weakest moments. Satan will target us when we are trying to be effective in serving our God. Daily we need to put on the armour of God. God has not left us defenceless and we don't need to succumb to temptation. We don't need to be like Oscar Wilde and give in to temptation. But we as believers... As disciples of Jesus Christ, we are God's children. The victory is God. Satan is already defeated in this. He may, may try to make our lives difficult. He may try to tempt us to move away from God. But God has a plan for each and every one of you. The devil is trying to move you from that plan. So when temptation comes... When our determination to follow the path God wants us to truly follow, wavers. When Satan tries to tempt us what seems to be the easy way. When things become difficult, we need to pray and put on the armour of God. And a final word. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty powers. Put on all of God's armour so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in these heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you'll be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you'll still be standing firm. Stand your ground, put on the belt of truth, and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes put on the peace that comes from good news that you will be, be fully prepared. And In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the Spirit at all times. On every occasion, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers, for all believers everywhere. My final encouragement to you today is to put on the whole armour of God. May God help each and every one of us today to resist the temptations that the world has to offer us, that the devil is trying to get us, and let us come closer, draw closer to our Lord and our Saviour. Because we are in a spiritual battle And we're in a spiritual battle in our physical world in who we are. So let us just pray together. A loving, gracious God, we give you thanks for today. We give you thanks for the Word of God that is found in your Bible. May the pattern of Jesus Christ and how he dealt with the temptation be a pattern for us as well. May we stand strong and fight the temptations. May we resist the temptations in our lives. And Lord, if there are people here today that are struggling with various temptations in their lives, real practical things, Lord, I just pray that your spirit will be upon them now, that they will find strength today, tomorrow, and in the rest of their lives to resist the temptation that is in front of them, Let us not go for the easy fix. Let us not go and yield in to the temptation, but let us stand strong and firm in the faith that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Saviour. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.